Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Welcome back, Jen. You and I are taking a bypass from the remote pathways uh, in this series. We're on the hybrid highway. And last episode that you and I gathered together, you kind of set the virtual table, so to speak, of what is hybrid. And today we're going to take a deeper dive into what is needed. So if you haven't heard that conversation, go ahead, pause, go back, listen to hybrid, what is hybrid, that conversation, and then come back and listen to the rest of this conversation. So with that, Jen, welcome to the virtual table. So glad to be on the hybrid highway with you. How are you today? I'm doing well, and I'm super excited because we had such a great conversation last time about what is hybrid and what's happening in the workspace. Uh, certainly, you and I are in very different places. We're sort of walking this this real road where some people can come back together face-to-face, others of us can't, and, you know, really the hybrid world is upon us. It is going to be the reality, I think, for most of the rest of the year, if not beyond that, for so many. So, What also gets me excited, of course, is my newest book, Reconnecting Workspaces, Pathways to Thrive in the Virtual, Remote, and Hybrid Space. So I love that today we get to talk further about the hybrid world, and very much we're going to be looking at nine things that hybrid workspaces need in order to thrive. So if people are interested, definitely head on over to Amazon, your local Amazon, in whatever country of the world you are in or other region of the world you are in, and you should find a copy of Reconnecting Workspaces, my new book. It will be out mid-June 2021. So some of you know that in spring, actually February of 2020, just before the pandemic really broke out, I had just published a remote working white paper. And in that, I shared something I term the seven remote enablers. They are seven C's, the seven C's of remote work. We're going to actually build on to those seven C's and give it a bit of an IV for an update in the hybrid space. So stay tuned on this. Definitely, I cover off these in the not as this framework, but I cover these off in Reconnecting Workspaces. But we're going to talk about seven, actually nine different elements. And we're going to start with what do you think? Let's start with number one, clarity. Clarity. To really thrive in a hybrid space where some people might be working together, others might be off-site, 
Um, we need clarity, clarity of process, clarity of rules, clarity of goals, clarity of vision, and of course, our clarity of expectations. So Michelle, you know, we have always been a virtual team. Um, what do you think is important from that standpoint around clarity in terms of what we're able to get done in our work? I think vision, focus, you know, those things, those core things that we agree upon uh, enable us to uh, dance in the remote space. Uh, no matter the context, we know where to come together for our focus. So I would say focus. Mm-hmm. And again, in the hybrid world, as we said in our last episodes together, it's like things are even further magnified, further augmented. So amplified, right? I used the word magnified for virtual, but I think amplified is the world of hybrid. So with clarity, really be thinking about what you need to clarify in terms of rules, processes, procedures. Rules is a strong word, but, you know, clear parameters is really important in the hybrid workspace so that we're all really clear um, and can be running together. So that's number one. Shall we move to number two? Yeah, let's do it. What's number two? Number two, connection. And of course, connection is key. We have come through a year where people have come back to the workplace and workspace feeling very disconnected. And that truly is what is needed. And that's really the baseline of, of my work, reconnecting workspaces. How do we connect people? How do we really look at helping them connect with each other, connect with their purpose, connect with their team, connect with their context? We, of course, did that recent episode of the six layers of connection, which if you haven't listened to here at the Remote Pathways podcast, Go back and listen to that episode on the six layers of connection. I think it's episode 35, if memory serves me correct. So good. And now it's going back back to the first one. That clarity, I would add the connection to the bigger picture, right? That's all always helps bring more clarity. That yeah. connection, connection back to the bigger picture. And what's your why, right? Like going to the the body of work from Simon Sinek. It's like, what is your why? If we really need to redefine perhaps or define what is our why now? What is our why in this next phase of work? What is our purpose? What is our purpose in maybe a workspace that looks different than how we last came together? So reconnecting people, really leaving that space. I'm going to put in another C here, which of course is communication and conversation. We need to have communication conversation, and that could be all the different communication channels from vocal, vocal, verbal, <laughs> vocal to, uh, you know, we've had, we've had recent guests who talked about, you know, different apps and asynchronous communication. We need to communicate in all different ways. So communication is number three in our C's, and maybe just maybe that communications pattern may be shifting as you drive down the hybrid highway. Because, of course, going at faster speed, it may mean that your ways of communication need to change as well. What are you thinking now? Yeah, I'm thinking we've even experienced that ourselves. Launching this podcast, we're in a completely different world here now in 2021. And our rhythm has kind of changed. So this isn't a one and done uh, conversation. This Keep coming back for that communication. Uh, we seem to do a lot more batch communication. There is consistency, uh, but when we come together, we knock a lot of things out versus uh, just doing a little bit at a time because of the speed, I think, that we're going at right now. 
Yeah, and you know, I'd, I'd highlight that as a real need for hybrid teams, right? When you're together, which is a next one, you need to have some level of contact point or real community, but when you're face-to-face or in those moments where you can work in windows of time, it is about getting things done. And that's where I think, you know, time management and personal productivity comes in as such a key issue, which is what led me years ago to write about Plan New Track, right? Because again, hybrid, as I said in our last episode, it is not new. I was always a hybrid leader where things are so amplified. And so when we do have people together, even if it was together for three days over a two-year period, we would work around the clock to make sure that we built those relationships. We had time to really look at our vision and look at what's important. Very intensive work, but that three days or whatever amount of time you have can ripple out and have significant impact over over windows. And it's what you and I even do here at the podcast, right? Tuesdays are our podcast day and we just do it in bursts and that's enough. That's all that we need. So it's a different way of working. And that's what I think I'm hoping this will prompt people to think about how do you want to work differently in this next phase? So we're going to go into, and just to highlight, that was like contact, right? Contact and communication. I'm also going to talk a little bit about culture, right? One of our C's is culture, having that strong, vibrant team culture, whether it's remote, whether it's hybrid, whether it's organizational. Culture is really the way we do things here. It's seen through our results. It's seen through our behaviors. And like the iceberg that I've talked about before from Plan Do Track, it also includes things like our values. It includes things like our belief systems, our perspectives, our assumptions, and our mindsets. And those areas, of course, are under the waterline of work and business. Certainly, as organizations reconnect, taking time to bring those, you know, shine a light or go into a submarine and going deep under the water to look at them, our values beliefs, assumptions, mindsets is so critical. And there may be, there just may be a next iteration of your organizational or team culture, right? Think about who you were pre-pandemic face-to-face. What was the culture of your organization or team? How did you do things? Then think about your remote culture. How do you do things? Now there might be a third set of culture or cultural element in terms of How do you do things now with whatever the hybrid can look like? That's great. It makes me wonder our culture here, Jen. I think, you know, we love, we love to have fun and get things done. And we seem to value interdependent relationships and we have common ground. We both, you know, love our families and we work hard so that on our free time, uh, we can really enjoy our family relationships. So I think, you know, your culture is present. If you'll just take a moment to pause and consider what is already there, it it will tell a story. What would you add to that, Jen? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to shine a light on interdependence because um, certainly the world of the remote worker and the world of the remote team and organization is one which requires interdependence and autonomy. Same thing. If you amplify that up another layer to the hybrid, Right. We need to really ensure that people are clear on their goals and their roles and that they have the authority and the responsibility in order to do things. Again, it can get murky because it's almost like, but wait, we're back in the workplace. Aren't we doing it like we used to do it? 
no, 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 no. So you're going to want to really clarify what does an interdependent relationship look like in the workplace? And do people, I'm going to point to again, the, the need for really reclarifying autonomy and responsibility. And I say that having been a matrix leader for many years in a hybrid environment. So matrix we talked about, right, where maybe one employee is being managed or is part of two distinct teams, right? So a quick description would be, I'm here in Toronto and I'm part of the Toronto-based team, but because I work in a special area of expertise, I'm also part of that technical team. So I actually have two leaders, one which might be in person, another which might be hybrid because I am not managed by someone who is also sitting in Toronto. And, you know, that sounds very like, oh, well, that should be easy, but it gets very complex. And again, brings us back to clarity, need for clarity. Who do I report to when? What, who do I need to like surface issues to? Do I go to my leader A or leader B first? These are the, the conversations, back to communication conversations. These are the conversations that we need to have now before conflict emerges. <laughs> so. Great. I love how you magnified that uh, and a very important topic around culture and how they're kind of all connected. These are standalone, uh, but then they also are connected in many ways. You can see how that uh, ebb and flow happens. Yeah, well, they're interconnected, right? And part of, uh, if you go back to my remote work white paper last year, it's a circle, right? And in the last year, in the thousands of people that I've talked to, from HR professionals to leaders, from coaches to tech professionals, it's been fascinating because I've been sharing the seven remote enablers and I've asked them month after month, which one of the seven remote enablers is most important for you to focus on right now? Pre-pandemic, the last face-to-face speaking engagement I did was March 11th, 2020. And I asked that audience of about 70 people, it was a dinner presentation to HR professionals, I said, what's really important for you in your organization right now? And it was communication and collaboration. April asked it to thousands of people. (laughs) I was speaking to the people in the UK, like virtual takes us everywhere, right? And it was interesting. I I noted as we've moved through the last 14, 15 months to see how collaboration is still up on that list, but it's a very different mindset around what does collaboration mean? Mm -hmm. Why do I need to do it? And what does it look like? And uh, always in the background has been, you know, communication, obviously, but culture. Culture has been at the top of the list as well. So these are interconnected. And if you think about what we've talked about so far, clarity, connection, collaboration, uh, you know, contact or, or communicate, community touch points, consistency, all these go hand in hand. So there's actually a couple more that I've added today, which are an IV, almost like an IV shot. Right. And those are in addition to the clarity, connection, communication, culture, consistency and contact or what we might also um, term as our uh, touch points. We also need to ensure that there's an inclusivity, right, bringing all the voices in the room. And we touched on this in our last episode together because, uh, again, It's been so important to ensure that all voices are at the table and Zoom has been a great equalizer or Teams, whatever video platform or, you know, online platform you're using, everyone's voice is there. As soon as we go into the hybrid workspace, we now have people who are remote 
and we have people in the room. And what happens? We naturally reach out to the people in the room. We forget that there's one, five, 25, 200 people in the remote space. So really, you know, I say this as someone who is trained leaders, facilitators, and coaches now for two decades plus, really since early before 2000. So it's been two decades plus. Um, we need to lead first with those people who are remote, who we can't see, and bring their voices into the room. And that's going to mean a different way of setting up meetings, a different way of like visually representing things. Because again, our team may be around the world. There may be different first languages at play. So how are we making things visible to ensure that everyone physically, virtually remote are sort of integrating the key messages in ways? That's our IV. Inclusivity and visibility or visualization, I think, is a better way to frame that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of one of the tools going back to the old days, audio only that you brought. And uh, it was one of the the practical tools that you gave me for audio only was the virtual table, right? When we sat down at the table and it had the little circles around the square and you would encourage us to take the time and take note who is present. It was like this little map. And I'm thinking, what a great idea for you to do just for your whole team and organization and consider the tables that they're they're sitting at, right? Are they are they sitting at the in the office? Are they sitting in the external? And just like you would plan a wedding, you know, plan your uh, your communication or your conversations or your events that you're going to have. Um, just reminded of that great tool you've brought in so you've brought so many great tools uh, to us over the years. So thank you for the work that you do. What what comes to mind when I? Remind you of that. I, I love cool. that. You know, I think we can we can update it for 2021, right? You could take Mural and you could really like design it and draw it out. You could use your PowerPoint slide. You could use your keynote slide just to like visually represent where people are in the room. And I think many of you have heard me talk this year about the importance of uh, visual and virtual facilitation. You know, it's it's really it's a it's a continue like there's there's such growth in this space of how do we visually incorporate elements um, into the conversation. And when you do have a hybrid workspace, whether again, it's, it's, it's like it could be by choice or by chance, right? Like, can we bring people together? Or do we have to work this way? We're really going to want to continue to up the ante in terms of like, how do we visually represent um, and how do we visually create our design? So, you know, we don't have to do strategic planning like we used to do for 20 years or 30 years. We can do it in a way that really incorporates some of the best practices of visual facilitation. And stay tuned because we may have a very special guest in a future episode. Michelle doesn't even know this yet, but we'll have a special guest who I would really term as um, uh, like just a a founder of the visual facilitation field. So lots on the go. I think, uh, I hope you will notice that on, on this hybrid highway and remote pathway that we're on, we are going to continue to bring you some of the more avant-garde um, emerging things that I do believe some organizations will not really be dabbling in for a year, three years, five years, 10 years, right? Like I have always been ahead of the curve and I continue to look ahead of the curve. And we are we are going to be seeing some really exciting practices, I think, that will transform and continue to transform the workspace. 
Well, I am on the edge of my virtual seat. I can't wait to hear more. You're always so uh, fun and full of surprises and just bringing so much valuable information to this conversation. So again, thank you, Jen, for just being you. Well, thank you. Right back at you, Michelle. Like, thank you, because, uh, you know, one thing that you and I both hold a value around is let's make this the best podcast and let's really make sure that this is a valuable use of everyone's time. We know that what do people remember? Things that are novel and surprising. And that's really been key. So we hope that we've imprinted you in a good way as a listener and that you are going to come back for future um future conversations, because I think there's going to be some really exciting episodes. I know there will be some very exciting episodes. And what I do enjoy, and I hope you'll continue doing this for us listeners, is like when I get an email from a listener saying, I really liked that last episode. So if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment, um, you know, comment on it, like it, subscribe to it, and also share it with one of your colleagues or one of your friends, because in our speedy world, everyone's going to need this at least for a little while longer. And I'm going to just recap it because I know there's probably a listener out there going, wait, I only got seven. So here we go. It's the seven C's plus the IV, right? Seven C's from the remote uh, working white paper, Jennifer Britton, March or February, 2020. Clarity, connection, culture, collaboration, communication, consistency, and of course, the one that I have reframed as contact. We need to have contact touch points. And now we're giving it a bit of a boost with our IV, so you'll remember that. And of course, I stands for inclusivity, making sure that we're bringing all the voices into the room. And V for visibility and virtualization, right? Like we've talked and we'll continue to talk a little bit about the visual element of this So with that, Michelle, I think that's it. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for being part of this. See you again soon. And thanks for being in this remote space with us. 